Warning, the Savage Nation contains adult language, adult content, psychological nudity. Listener discretion is advised. The Westwood One Podcast Network presents The Savage Nation. It's savage, uncut, unfiltered, and raw. Home of borders, language, culture, and here he is, New York Times best-selling author and National Radio Hall of Fame inductee, Michael Savage. Ratings are there for those who do it. The audience is there for the Mueller Trump circus. I would rather talk about throat cancer than Mueller and Trump. And when I listened to Trump just now, I almost gagged. The man has it wrong. He didn't even study what impeachment is based upon. What do you mean? It's high crimes and misdemeanors. Uh, Sir, it doesn't mean it has to be both. It means it's kind of either or. You've committed high crimes and or misdemeanors. It doesn't mean you have to have committed both high crimes and misdemeanors. Who is advising him? And meanwhile, the border is being overrun. Meanwhile, the nation's business is not being done. I start to wonder if it's not a gigantic scam where the team, the establishment team, the Mueller-Trump complex is actually one game to keep us talking about them instead of talking about the border being overrun, instead of talking about the measles epidemic uh, sort of getting out of control right now, measles cases are setting a record. Why are we not talking about issues other than Trump and Mueller? Is it possible that Plato was right when he talked about shadows on the wall in the cave that the people would only look at the shadows on the wall and not understand who were making the shadows? Or is that too esoteric for you? So I think maybe if you want to talk about high crimes and misdemeanors, I'm going to do that. Do you know that high crimes and misdemeanors applies not only to the president, but the vice president and all civil officers of the U.S., all civil officers of the U.S.? Now you know why Pelosi and Feinstein have dummied up. Now you know why the Dem uh, leadership has dummied up on on impeachment. Do you know why? Because it, it could apply to them. Are you telling me? Are you telling me that Feinstein and Pelosi and all of the other quote civil officers of the U.S. are not possibly open for impeachment based upon treason, bribery, or other high crimes and misdemeanors? Uh, you would be. You ought to bet the ranch on it that you're wrong. Every last one of the leadership in the Democrat Party could be impeached based upon the high crimes and misdemeanors phrase from Section 4 of Article 2 of the U.S. Constitution. Now, what does high mean? Does it mean marijuana high? Does it mean high times and misdemeanors or high crimes and misdemeanors? That's actually funny in a certain way. I mean, is it high times and misdemeanors or is is in America today could be high times and misdemeanors? I'm not going to read you the whole thing. What does high crime mean? What, is, what does a misdemeanor mean? Well, it means different things to different people. Benjamin Franklin, remember him? The guy with the kite and the uh, key? Benjamin Franklin asserted that the power of impeachment and removal was necessary for those times when the executive, quote, rendered himself obnoxious. Oh, Lord. What do you mean obnoxious? To who? Who? Well, Clinton rendered himself obnoxious with I had no, did not have sex with that woman. He was impeached. And what was Clinton really impeached for? That was a waste of time. All over an affair? All over an affair? 
all over lying to Congress? Well, okay, so that's high crimes and misdemeanors. President Andrew Johnson was impeached in 1868. What did he do? Well, it was a House vote. He did something and pissed them off. And uh, they said, you are going to be impeached. Trial ended on May 26th with Johnson's opponents narrowly failing to achieve the two-thirds majority necessary to convict him. The same exact thing happened with Clinton. You know that they're going to go through the, the, the paces. They're going to impeach him. It'll be rejected by the Senate. Everyone knows that. It's get even with the Republicans for what they did to Clinton. This is how petty and stupid these lawyers are who run America. Most of these men are failed lawyers. Most of the people in Congress are people who could not make a living as lawyers, so they became the next best thing, which was a politician. It's the same in talk radio. You have people in talk radio who have failed lawyers. They tried careers in law. They failed in law. So they figure they go into the yacker business, and then they can BS the public and laugh all the way to the Swiss bank. But it's all nonsense. It's all nonsense, this whole thing. It's, it's lawyers fighting lawyers to get even with each other. And I am saying to you, I'd rather talk about throat cancer than this. But this is all you're interested in. Shall I talk about it? I just did. Benjamin Franklin said that the power of impeachment and removal was necessary for those times when the executive rendered himself obnoxious and the Constitution should provide for the regular punishment of the executive when his conduct should deserve it and for his honorable acquittal when he should be unjustly accused. What did James Madison say? He's the guy who invented the, uh, I guess, ice cream, the ice cream line. James Madison said impeachment was indispensable to defend the community against the incapacity, <laughs> the, the incapacity, negligence, or perfidy of the chief magistrate. Now, most of you don't know what perfidy means. It's an antiquated word. What does perfidy mean? Deceitfulness or untruthworthiness. I would say that applies to everyone in Congress. Uh, perfidy perfectly applies to our, virtually everyone in Congress because they're all lawyers. Don't lawyers deceit, deceit for a living? Don't lawyers practice deceitfulness for a living? Yes. Don't lawyers practice untruthworthiness for a living? Yes. Yes, they do. So under the terms of what James Madison said, to defend the community against negligence or perfidy, I would say everyone in Congress could be, could be impeached. Now, prior to the Clinton investigation, the House had begun impeachment proceedings against only 17 officials, one U.S. senator, two presidents, one cabinet member, and 13 federal judges. So we're back to this again. We lived through it with Clinton. It was a dog and pony show, simply so Republicans could feed red meat to the base. Do you understand what I just said to you? Why do you think the Republicans went after Clinton? Because they could, because then they didn't have to do the the nation's business. That way they could keep raking in the money uh, in toilets around Washington, D.C. That way K Street could grow into the size of an elephant without us paying attention. Uh, that way you could bomb nations. You could bomb uh, ice cream factories. You could bomb baby bottle factories. Nobody would pay attention. All they pay attention to is the dog and pony show going on on television. As I said, I'd rather talk about throat cancer than this. Unfortunately, I do not have the luxury of talking about throat cancer because I'm not a throat specialist nor a cancer specialist. What do you want to talk about? Are you as burned out from this as I am? I'm actually brain dead from it. I'm dizzy from it. 
I think you need an IQ lower than, let's say, I'd say 99 to talk about this every day. Maybe I'm mistaken. Maybe I'm just off in left field. Maybe I'm the last person left in talk radio that you should listen to. Maybe you should never listen to me anymore. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe when I wrote Stop Mass Hysteria, America's Insanity from the Salem Witch Trials to the Trump Witch Hunt, I was wrong. Maybe there is no witch hunt. Or maybe there is a witch hunt. Maybe I don't care if there's a witch hunt. Maybe I'm tired of hearing the name Trump anymore. Maybe I can't stand the name Mueller anymore. Maybe I don't want to hear any more of this garbage. Maybe I'm more concerned with the fact that the border is being overrun and diseases are reaching epidemic proportions uh, as a result of the diseased immigrants that are pouring over the border into our hospitals. Ask people in emergency rooms if I am making this up. But nah, you'd rather talk about this. And you want to vilify Trump or you want to vilify Mueller. Isn't that neat and easy for the establishment? Isn't that perfect? Wasn't Plato right when he said the people will only see the shadows on the wall? Right now, it looks like Trump is a shadow and Mueller is a shadow, but they're not actually the actors. It looks to me like the actors are using them as puppets to cast their shadows on the wall of the cave. So we're talking about the shadows we see on the wall rather than those who are uh, playing with the puppets and letting the border being overrun. That's all. That's all. Next next case. Yesterday, I uh, after the show, took one of my old cars for a ride. It was a nice, warm day. And I parked it somewhere, and people came over. You know, they always do. It's an old jag. And you start to talk. So three ladies from England came over. One from England, one from Ireland, another from somewhere. They were visiting, and we started to chat. And before long, of course, they didn't know who I was. I, uh, the name Trump came up, and they, they, they recoiled with horror. And uh, up until that point, we were enjoying talking about the Jaguar. And they said, well, do you support him? I said, well, I've been in the Oval Office. I like the man very much. They said, he's disgusting. I said, what do you mean he's disgusting? What, what don't you like about him? We don't like anything about him. We hate him. I said, but you're from England. How could you hate him? I said, you only know what you, what you see in the newspapers. They said, no, we don't like him at all. Do you understand that there is a polarization in the world of people today that I've never seen anything like this? It's as though we're talking about somebody that doesn't even exist. It's pretty amazing the times we are living in. And they're very, very difficult to live in if you have to talk about this exclusively. But apparently that is what uh, the people want to talk about. Do I want to talk about it? No. But you're going to make me talk about it. Shall we spend the rest of the year, perhaps right up until, what year is this? I don't even remember the year anymore. Let's see. It's the 30th of May, beginning of summer, more or less, 2019. So a year from now, we're going to be coming into the election cycle for the presidency. And you're going to see this become even a higher fever pitch of madness. Trump did this. Trump did that. Trump didn't do it. Russia did it. There's a Russian in your soup. Look out. Russia's spying on you. Russia did this. Russia did that. Meanwhile, China's eating us alive. China's taking over pieces of the earth. China is mining the earth for a toxic, for, for uh, excuse me, rare and essential Elements that we need for our electronics. Meanwhile, they were allowed to buy the land in Nevada that still had some of these rare earth minerals under who? Barry Obama permitted them to buy up the last vestiges of independence for the rare earth metals. And he was never impeached. And believe me to me, that was a high crime. Savage. Have you ever heard someone say, gee, I, I wish this double chin would just go away? Look, it's, it's kind of disgusting. I know that. But it's a fact of life. People have turkey necks, 
sagging jawlines, double chins. But you have something you could do now. It's the new Genucel jawline treatment formulated with MDL technology. Robin S. from Lubbock, Texas, writes this. She says, I put that jawline cream on my neck like two or three days ago. That is the best my neck has looked for over 20 years. Several people told me my face looks young. I am blown away, she says. Sure, you could use expensive or harsh treatments to look younger, but why would you do that? But listen, right now, get the Genucel jawline treatment absolutely free when you order the classic Genucel for eye bags and puffiness. And with its instant effects... See results in the first 12 hours, guaranteed, or your money back. How? It's simple. Text SAVAGE to 77453. Text SAVAGE to 77453. Text S-A-V-A-G-E to 77453 or go to GenuCell.com. That's GenuCell.com. And wait, for a limited time, Chamonix will include a second surprise luxury gift for free. Text SAVAGE to 77453. Savage to 77453 or genucel.com. Text Savage to 77453 or genucel.com. Remember the movie Apocalypse Now based on Conrad's novel Heart of Darkness, played by Marlon Brando? I'm giving you the key words. Where Colonel Kurtz has finally found, and he's gone crazy, and he said, the horror, the horror. I mean, he went upriver and never came back. How much can a man take of this? How can a human mind be reduced to this? How can millions of years of evolution? How can my ancestors having survived pogroms, earthquakes, fires, tornadoes? And here I am, man child in the promised land. How can I spend my intellectual genius every day, every day, day in and day out, talking about Donald Trump? And uh, Mueller, how can we do this? Aren't you ashamed of yourself that this is all you want to talk about? I wrote the article yesterday. I said it when I said it in one line. Mueller fed doubt, then bowed out. It's that simple. He gave ammunition to both sides so they can both be confirmed in what they believe. And he opened the door to impeachment. I said it yesterday before anyone else said it because I was on the air before anyone else was when it happened. At least anyone else who could figure things out rather than just parrot what's uh, put in front of them. Okay, what do you think? Monica in Oakland, line four, what do you think? Okay, I'm not um, uh, wanting to talk about and point, you know, about what's going on with uh, um, <sighs> and all of that stuff. I want to give glory to God because he always raised up a person. He raised Wait, why do we want to talk about God right now? God is the one who said to us, in his word, Jeremiah twenty nine eleven, if people who are called by my name will humble themselves and pray and seek my faith. So what, are you implying that God will come down from heaven and save us from this? Then I will hear from heaven. I will forgive. No, no, please don't read the Bible on the air. Uh, yeah, please, ma'am. Are you saying in plain English that God will save us from this? I'm saying that just like God... Well, what should I look for? I mean, when, when God comes back... What will he look like? Will it be a he? Will it be a she? Will he be black? Will he be white? Will he be Hispanic? Will he be Asian? Will it be a woman? Will it be a tranny? Who will God be this time? I mean, who should I be looking for in the streets of San Francisco? You should be looking for his spirit, which is in, in people, inside of people. Well, why, do, why, doesn't we hear, why don't we hear that in the government? I thank you very much for your spirituality, which I share with you, ma'am. I mean, it means a lot to me, but truly the country's insane. And I think that the country's so insane that God doesn't stand a chance. 
In fact, if you really want to go crazy, just open up any website today and try to follow a story without looking at a naked woman with her breasts hanging out going, oh my, it fell off again. I don't understand this. You open up a link, especially the British tabloids, the most pervert in the whole, perverted in the whole world. You're reading a story in one of the papers and in the right column, there's someone else, her, her brassiere fell off in a wind tunnel. Or once again, the human waste of DNA. There's Kardashian again. Kardashian's abs are seen on the moon by a magic telescope. I've never seen anything like this. The world has gone insane. And I think it's too late to save. So until we save it, what shall we do? Well, twiddly D and twiddly dumb. High crimes and misdemeanors. Trump got it wrong. He said it's not high crimes and misdemeanors. It's got to be both, basically implied. No, Mr. Trump. It's either high crimes and or misdemeanors. It doesn't mean you need to have committed both. So here we are, just breathless in Gaza. And I'll be back to take your calls on anything except God right here on the Savage Nation. Savage. They've been very, uh, shall we say, conscientious about how they've reached their decisions. And I think it's like 35 of them out of 238, or maybe it's 38 of them out of 238 have said that they want it to be outspoken on impeachment. And many of them are reflecting their views as well as those of their constituents. Many constituents want to impeach the president. But we want to do what is right and what gets results. But gets results. Listen to so, Yes, there are some, and, and the press makes more of a fuss about the, two, the 38 than the 200 who are over half of the Congress. Did you hear what she just said? You could say anything you want about Pelosi. She's a very smart politician, or she wouldn't have held on uh, this long. She found out there are only 38 out of over 200, out of the 238 who want impeachment. She did the, she did the polling. So she said, why are you paying more attention to the 38 than the 200 who don't want impeachment of the Democrats that we're talking about? Why? Why? Because that's what sells newspapers. That's what gets viewers to listen to, uh, to whatever, television, radio. You say the word impeachment over and over again. So she said, don't pay attention to a small group of Dems pushing impeachment. She's actually turned out to be quite a centrist, didn't she? And by the way, for someone who everyone's been saying she's sick, she's crazy, she's stupid, she's bumbling, she sounds pretty cogent to me. Maybe they adjusted her meds this year. I know she sounds better than last year. She hasn't stumbled, she hasn't fallen, she hasn't tripped, she hasn't fumfed, nothing. She's doing good. Then we have this for your listening uh, pleasure. We have, uh, oh God, I don't want to play her. Who did I, oh, Trump. Trump is saying that Mueller is conflicted because he wanted to be the FBI director and I said no. All right, let's, I like the sound of the helicopter in the background. Let's hear number two. Robert Mueller should have never been chosen because he wanted the FBI job and he didn't get it. And the next day he was picked as special counsel. So you tell somebody, I'm sorry, you can't have the job. And then after you say that, he's going to make a ruling on you. It doesn't work that way. Plus, we had a business dispute. Plus, his relationship with Comey was extraordinary. No, that was not the helicopter. I apologize. That's the the hiss of the uh, Rolls Royce engines on the uh, on Air Force One as the president's about to board, having conducted himself with uh, great honor and dignity uh, in Japan. At least he didn't vomit on himself like Bush did. I mean, you got to right. He didn't get sick in Japan. Remember, Bush threw up on himself. 
yeah, that was a poison job. That was a poisoning. You know, I actually spoke to the uh, chief steward. I'm allowed to say this. I remember when I was in Mar-a-Lago, when I was still allowed around the inner circle. I um, I met. Yeah, this is not like confidential information. The chief, there's like some military guy. I said, do you do you carry like the nuclear thing? Like in that, he said, no, I'm I'm the chef, or something like that. He was like an officer from the Marines in charge of the food. They don't eat that garbage in Japan. He didn't eat what they're, they're going to give him over there. When they went on a trip to China, you think he's going to eat that that poison? They carry their food with them on Air Force One all the way from Washington, and they, they heat it up for him. And that you got to be nuts to eat the food on a trip if you're a president. I wouldn't eat it if I were with him. No way. I'm not going to eat food in Japan or China. I almost died twice in my life from food poisoning. Once was in Japan and once was in Thailand. And both times were chicken. To this day, I hate chicken. But I, that's nothing to do with this. I'm saying there he was. He, at least he conducted himself with honor, dignity, no throwing up like Bush. Now he's coming back and he's on a war path. I, you know, I heard something there that I want to talk about. What do you mean we had a business dispute? Did anybody hear that? Jim and Clint, did you hear that, what Trump just said? He said it doesn't work the way. Plus, we had a business dispute. What, what did he mean? Does anyone listening to this show, I want to check on you right now. Is there anyone in the savage audience who can edify the entire world on what Donald Trump meant when he said about Mr. Uh, Mueller? We had a business dispute. Does anyone know what he's talking about? Did Mueller ever rule on Trump when he was a private citizen in a business dealing? Does anyone know if that's a fact? Nothing, not a single call. Oh, here we got it. Thanks, Jim. Appreciate it very much. We'll read it now. Mueller's report also addressed his membership at Trump National Golf Club in Sterling, Virginia, saying he wrote a resignation letter in October 2011, okay, explaining we live in a district and find that we're unable to make full use of the club and inquiring about a partial refund of his initiation fee. Trump's club responded he would be put on a wait list to be refunded. <laughs> Trump's club responded that Mueller would be put on a wait list to be refunded, according to the report, which stated the Mueller's had no further contact with the club. Steve Bannon told the president that the golf club dispute was not a true conflict and claiming so was ridiculous and petty. Oh, here we go again. Wait a minute. Trump with the Air Force One engines in the background just said we had a business dispute. So the business dispute is about getting his money back for a membership in the Trump National Golf Golf Club? Wow. I'm exhausted from this. It's getting worse. When does this weekend start? Because by the time I come on here, this is all I can talk about is Trump Mueller, Trump Mueller, Trump Mueller. All right, let's go to the callers. California Jim Line 3 Fireweight. You're on the Savage Nation. Yes, Dr. Savage. Pleasure to speak to you. Oh, thank God. Yes, what's on your mind, Jim? Yeah, well, we're probably the same vintage and, and actually... Oh, please, don't tell me you're from New York, and I am too. There were nine million people living in New York when I lived there. We don't know each other. What's what's your point? <laughs> My point is that all I hear is impeach, but nobody's giving me... What are they going to impeach him for? A factual, you know, if you start... Nothing. Zero. Gornished. Zilch. Nada. So there, there's no argument from me, Jim. All right, thank you. That was a brilliant insight, and I'm sure it advanced the IQ of the audience tremendously, because most of you agree, and I agree. There's no no basis for impeachment. But they'll go ahead with it. You know that. Well, maybe they won't. There's only 38 schmucks on the Democrat side, Pelosi said, and uh, 200 of them don't even want to dare it because they know 
Look, I told you, it's not that they know it's going to backfire on them. Let me explain to you that by the definition of what um, impeachment is based upon, I can name 10 senators who can be impeached yesterday. It says the president, vice president, and all civil officers of the United States shall be removed from office on impeachment for and conviction of. Are you ready for the list? Treason. Okay, put an extra that. Bribery. Oh, let's stop right there. Or other high crimes and misdemeanors. Now, what do we mean by bribery? Okay, let's say you're a sitting U.S. senator or a sitting U.S. congresswoman or congressman and your husband and or wife does contracting with the U.S. government directly or indirectly and or through front companies and your fortunes have increased a hundredfold since you became a public official based upon uh, said contracts with the government and government contractors. Would you not say that is the equivalent of bribery, ladies and gentlemen, of the savage jury? Well, I would argue it is the equivalent of bribery as defined by our brilliant founding fathers. And so, therefore, I would say we are about to impeach now 250 of the 400 members of the United States Congress. Savage. Now, let's go back to the big issue, which is you. And Aaron in California has something to add. Aaron, are you there? Welcome to the Savage Nation. Oh, hi, Dr. Savage. Yeah, I wanted to add that uh, there's a movie called Touch of Evil by Orson Welles. It's a- I, loved, I, loved, I love a touch of evil. I've quoted it to friends numerous times. How does that apply to this? Well, because if you remember uh, Frank, Hank Quinlan, who or- Orson Welles plays this corrupt southern sheriff, and Charlton Heston discovers that he planted evidence. And he starts to dig through Hank Quinlan's past, and he finds out that all the cases Hank Quinlan solved were because he planted evidence or the, the, the cases were tainted in some way. So I feel so, like... So in your mind, uh, Mueller is the corrupt sheriff? Right. Mueller... And you're, and you're implying that Mueller has, has corrupted many of his cases? Correct. Well, you may be right. I don't know the man's background you'd find that they've been doing the same thing for many years. Well, I know that Trump is innocent in in this case. There's no question in my mind. There never was Russia collusion. It was an invented hypothesis to begin with based upon created and false documentation. So what more do I need to say about it? Now, can we move on? No. No, because America is obsessed with this topic. And unfortunately, I'm in the talk radio business and I have to talk about this stuff. Let me ask you, you're an intelligent man. You can quote a, an obscure movie like A Touch of Evil, which I is one of my favorites. What would you rather I talk about today than this? Oh, no, no I, I mean... Nothing I, you like I'm talking about it. I think it's the most pressing issue of the day. I think. Okay, so let me ask you, then I said that according to the terms of what uh, high crimes and misdemeanors actually mean, and I cited the word perfidy by James Madison deceitfulness or untrustworthiness, would you agree that several hundred people in Congress could be um, impeached based upon those definitions? Yes, I, 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 I think on sedition as well. I think what they're doing is completely beyond the pale. I mean, this is not what Congress is supposed to be doing. They're not supposed to be undermining a president at every step. It's completely anti-American what they're doing. It's an un-American... Well, would you say that the same 
definition of what you're saying would have applied to Clinton, that we were undermining him on stuff when he wasn't able to do the nation's business? Wouldn't it have applied then as well? It may have applied. I mean, I'm not, you know, I was a kid when that was going on, so I'm not as familiar with the nuances of it. I think it started with an investigation of Whitewater, which I don't even know if that was fair. because No, no, they impeached him based upon lying about sex with Monica Lewinsky. The whole thing was based on a sex case, which was ludicrous. By the way, Clinton never should have been impeached either. It was a waste of our time then as well. But I thank you for being such a keen listener and intellectual and intelligent and knowledgeable. And actually, you've told me, yes, this is the only issue that you want to talk about. So if that's you saying it, it must be others who will turn the show off and not listen if I dare talk about anything except this. So let's go on. Here is my favorite actor, not uh, Robert De Niro in a new video, again, attacking Donald Trump for your listening pleasure in clip 10. Recently, over a thousand former federal prosecutors who served under both Republican and Democratic presidents have united to sign a statement to help Americans understand what's actually in the Mueller report. Their conclusion should trouble us all. In the words of the Mueller report, no person is above the law. I know it doesn't sound like Robert De Niro because he didn't say mook, bum, mutt. I almost didn't recognize it. And, and when you hear the music, the, the advertising agency music in the background, you don't even know it's him. It wiped him out. Oh, because he says no person is above the law. Well, Robert, let me ask you a question, Mr. De Niro. Um, and it's a delicate question. You recently built a resort on a Caribbean island and you uh, acquired lands that the indigenous people did not want turned into a resort. Are you aware of that, Mr. De Niro? Are you aware that uh, there are allegations that some of the native officials of that island were smeared and bought off to sell off the land on that island so you could build another palatial resort in another Caribbean island, decimating the environment, polluting the waters, airs, and places while talking about global warming? De Niro, in other words, you're such a big schmendrick and such a liar that everything you say is a compromise and a, and, a, and a double talk. Everything from top to bottom. What do you know about the president? Nothing. Okay, that's my answer to him. The Westwood One Podcast Network.